Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott, socially distancing as always. Hello, Scott. Hey, Sean. How you I, doing? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I just yeah, my wrist is kind of sore because I I don't have a very good ergonomic setup here ah. at the home front, and uh, I actually did some working today. So wow, I'm like oh boy, man, <laughs> gotta figure uh, figure something out. So yeah. Yeah, one day That's, in, and you're getting the uh, you're gonna have to well, go on some sort of you're gonna have to go on some sort of leave here. I I might have to like my neck's been really sore too because <laughs> all I have to work on is my phone. Okay. And so I'm doing like some on my computer and some on my phone, and and so I've been like looking down at a phone. Yikes! It's not for good. a long time, like longer than I would like to. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeesh. So uh, yeah, tough uh, tough sledding out there, buddy. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but, uh, it's a real Everest. Yeah, really, it's real Everest. really is. Not all heroes wear capes, as we know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and what is a, a very dark day out there in the nation's capital? It was bright and sunny this morning. Uh, now, looking kind of dark out there, Scott. Yeah, I got a couple of days of rain coming up. Uh, looking at the old forecast, so it should be pretty fun. Yeah, so uh, we are back, of course, continuing to talk curling in the midst of all the goings on and scott uh, i texted you earlier today and i said i had an idea for a show but i didn't want to tell you about it yeah you said uh shot or scott you'll either love it or hate it and a live reaction will be better than knowing beforehand so i say less work for me i'm always <laughs> in for those pods yeah so uh so what i've done here i, I was thinking today you know what could we do to be a little fun uh, you know, talk about curling, and then because I was watching some of the the stuff that came in, uh, the the YouTube stuff that we talked about, and uh, shout out to to Ryan from Rocks Across the Pond. He sent us a, a spreadsheet of games to to read or to watch as well. Yeah, the the Pacific Asia games. There's yeah. a big uh, Google sheet of them, so uh, I guess we can share that, eh? We can. Oh, well, we should probably ask him, but. Well, maybe we can put those games like, together with the games that we talked about and share that sort of as a yeah, put that well, a link. Yeah, we can link that out uh, out there on Twitter. So, uh, I was watching a couple of those games, Scott, and I got to thinking. There's a lot of words in curling that are very specific, right? There's a lot of curling terminology, and I thought it'd be good for us to uh, go through some of those terms and. In addition to not only explaining what they are, I've come up with what I believe to be accurate alternative definitions for some of the curling terms that are used quite commonly. Oh, all right. I like this. I like this. Yeah. Now, I, I the girls on their podcast do dirty curling terms. This is uh, not that because I'm keeping it clean, 100% clean here. Yeah, we're keeping it clean. Good. Uh you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's their domain. They do it. They do it better than we could do it. Uh, Absolutely. But, but I was just thinking, you know, I, I've, you know, maybe some of the terms aren't quite as apt as perhaps they could be. Oh, okay. So you're su going to suggest alternative terms? Well, alternative definitions for the terms. 
All right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so Scott, I'll say a term. I want you to explain what it actually means, and then I will provide an alternative definition. Okay, cool. So the first term that I have identified here is bored. Bored. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so bored weight is a, a weight for a shot that is called. Uh, when the skip tells you throw bored weight, my interpretation is that the stone you make contact with should be able to get to the backboard behind the hack. Yes. Now this now this is independent of this, but I believe it was Jeff Salmons on uh, Facebook messaged us uh, a while back that there's different definitions of this. That for some people they refer to board as the weight that would cause a stone that you hit to get to the board. Yeah, that's what I just said. As opposed to the stone you throw. Yeah. I'm on the stone you throw side. The stone you throw should reach the backboard. Yeah, it should like stop right at the backboard. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's pretty close. Like, and then to remove a, a stone to get it to the board, that would be heavy board. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, so that's so, heavy board. Yeah. If the stone gets there, I did not know that this debate existed. Oh yeah, I, I've heard this before, and okay. the way that I learned first was that, say you're hitting a rock on an angle, you want it to get to the sideboard. Okay. So whatever weight you have to throw, given that you're hitting it, say, half a rock, however hard you need to do that to get it to the board. But that's inconsistent. Because, exactly, yeah. Because, But if you're calling board weight, you, you want to know like basically how fast it is coming so the skip can call a line. Sure, yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, I like I like the definition that we've come to since then. Okay. So uh, so board, yeah. So that is the traditional use of the term board. I think Scott, uh, it would be more effectively used in the curling sense. All these are curling related, by the way. Uh, so board, a term describing the other six players on the ice when the skip and third have a unnecessarily long discussion. <laughs> board. How did I know that you were going to talk about uh, <laughs> long discussions by the back end? Yeah, that may not be the only time uh, that comes <laughs> right. up. So that, that's the first one. Uh, now related on my the second one I have here, hack. All right. Uh, in similar fashion to the board, uh, you throw it so that the thrown rock would come to rest at the hack. Right. It's also the physical device, right? Like it, it could be oh, a, yeah, you yeah. Know, the noun of this is the hack. Oh, right, right. So, yeah, the hack is the insets into the ice where the player pushes to make their delivery yes so that is of course the definition of what a hack is uh it's got uh, an alternative definition that i think might be more apt is what you call your skip when he goes to the bar to buy the second round after he missed all his shots and blamed it on the sweepers <laughs> hack. hack yeah <laughs> that's good yeah, yeah. Yeah, buckle it, and that's what all of these are. Uh, so, so yeah, so hack, you know, that you know, I've I been creative with that one. All right, uh, moving down my list here, the next one is bonspiel, 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 a big, uh, uh, an event where multiple teams compete in a series of curling games to win something at the end. Okay, 
that is uh yeah we've been to many of them scott been there yeah i think perhaps a better way to use that term would be to describe bond spiel as a very good extravagant post-game talk <laughs> a bond spiel a bond spiel yeah. okay yeah. yeah yeah i went to a bit of a thinker see say bond so. <laughs> uh so uh next up on my list here house the term house house as it relates to curling the concentric circles uh that are placed on the ice that determine who scores points yeah now one, one question i actually do have about this um the not just the term house but actual houses scott do you have a preference on colors of houses yeah i do uh i like blue red and white okay so anything if, there, if there's that. anything different it uh, i don't love how they do it at the uh grand slams i don't love i th- one of the provincials either this year or last year had some crazy design I'm uh, not that into that. Yeah, Pretty I, traditional. I think I think it was uh, Nova Scotia this year, at least where the women's were when we were watching that game between uh, Marianne Arsenault and Colleen Jones, that the because it was in a club, the club had some advertising on it. So mm-hmm. it was like a big circular advertisement, which was kind of distracting because yeah. you can't really see the lines of the circles. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a purist when it comes to the hacks. Okay. Um, or the houses even. Oh, and that too. Yeah, yeah, I don't like those uh, removable hacks that you can. Anyway. Yeah, they're they're not great. You know, too, what's weird? I see them on the boards. I don't know how they're used. Maybe because I've never really been to a clinic, but they're like boards that have. They look like they're about what four feet, and they have hacks on either side. And it almost looks like you put it in the middle, and you could have two sort of short games for juniors or something. But I'm always confused as to how that mm. thing stays in place whenever I see it. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I think when I, when I worked at uh, North Alton, sometimes I would ice the hack in. Okay. Out of the second hack, I would just, you know, freeze it with some water. Yeah. That makes sense. Around it. And then, uh, scrape it down after. Okay. Um, interesting. So anyway, uh, so house, <laughs> we got onto this because the houses house. So right. yes, of course it is the circles at the end of the sheet. Uh, I think an alternative definition, Scott, that could work is a place where only invited guests are welcome. Otherwise, get the hell out. Yes, yes. Uh, very good. Yeah. You don't want to be standing too close to somebody's house either if you're not invited. So no. stay far away. No, and certainly do not throw stones. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, so next up, Scott, this is a bit of a regional term that I know is oh. not used everywhere but certainly i've i've heard it and i know you have as well vice yeah vice uh a regional term for the third player so scott i know some people wonder why it is vice the term vice like where does that come from yeah the the term vice for a third yeah uh it's because they're referred to as the vice skip so you know you have the president and the vice president you have the skip and you have the vice skip. Right. So uh, that that's where it comes from. Okay. So uh, a potential alternative definition, especially because this is a regional term that I came up with, is 
uh, it's the position you really want, even though you know it's bad for you. Oh. Yeah. Because it's because it's a vice. It's a vice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I said they would all be along this line. Boom! Boom! <laughs> all right, that's uh, great. Thank you. Uh, next up, we have the gripper. The gripper. The gripper. Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, thing that you put on your sliding foot so that you can keep your balance and walk around when you're not throwing the rock. This is also referred to in some circles as a rubber. Hmm. Uh, however, I think... Uh, you could listen to the girls in a game podcast to hear about that. Yeah. I think we're starting to venture into their territory with that yeah, one. Not going to infringe. No, no. Uh, Scott, a potential alternative definition though for gripper is the player who routinely is guilty of hog line violations. Yeah. Yeah. They're holding on too long. Yeah. Uh, and a related note, uh, hog line. Hog line. Yeah. The, the hog line is the line before which you must release your stone when being delivered and beyond which your stone must come to rest. Yes. Do you know why it's called the hog line? I don't know. Okay. I, I think I looked it up once, but I can't remember. Yeah, and clearly, it was a very interesting uh, explanation, though. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff in my brain. <laughs> uh, so instead of that, though, Scott uh, came up with the skip's justification for wanting to throw all the rocks during practice. Okay. Oh, really? I was hogging. proud of that one. I thought that one was actually pretty good. Because <laughs> they're hogging. It's the line that the they use to hog everything. Yeah, they sure do. All right, fine. I was. I thought that one was good. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. Okay. Uh, it was all right. Uh, okay, fine. All right. Um, guard. Guard uh, any stone that comes to rest beyond the hog line, but before the house. Hmm. And that's ac you know, accurate in the game, but uh, it's also, Scott, the person you appoint to look after your chair during a bond spiel. Of course, of course. Uh, and in cases where you can't bring your beer on the ice, uh, your beer too. Yeah. yeah, it's always good. You know, if you're in a bond spiel, then you can have five people. It's it is a real advantage if liquor licenses are such that you can't take drinks on the ice. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. It's uh it, it's huge. Although I mean, if you're in like a five sheeter and you're on the middle sheet, having drinks behind the glass isn't that helpful either. It really isn't. You got to keep them kind of on the on the fringes. Yeah. So uh so the next one's got a double. A double. Yeah. Oh. I can think of a couple curling definitions for this, but uh, the, typically that's when uh, you throw a takeout that removes two stones from play rather than just one. Yes. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, I, I, getting a double drink after uh, when you've had a really bad game. Yeah, Get so, a double. Uh, yeah so that's what I have. So double what you make <laughs> your opponent buy you when they're jerks. Yeah, yeah. Make it a double. Go top shelf, too. Yeah. And then when it's your turn to buy uh, domestic beer only. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, so next up, Scott, I have uh, the slider. I guess I should have done this with Gripper, but I ordered them differently. Slider. Yeah, you got it. Slider. Uh, the 
thing that you attach to your shoe or that is attached to your shoe that enables you to deliver the stone uh, in a curling game. Yeah. Slide out. You just slide right out. Another definition, though, Scott, for slider is a person walking home from the club at 1.30 after a 9 p.m. draw in January. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Slider. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and our, our friend Megan can attest to that, having uh, to navigate the ice on the sidewalks. Yes, yeah. It's I've only fallen once walking back from a curling game, but it was a doozy. Oh, I fell down once last year. Really? It's not, yeah. it's not good. I mean, it's better than trying to get into a car for me at least. Um, right. So, you know, I'll take it, but uh, it's not that and much I mean, fun. My, mine was just from the bus to my house <laughs> and, I, and I took a real bad fall, but yeah. all good. <laughs> so next up, Scott, I have the draw, draw, draw. Hmm. Yeah, a couple curling definitions here too. The draw is uh, usually the schedule of events for either a bond spiel or a league is the draw. Mm-hmm. And it's also a kind of shot that you play when you want your stone to come to rest, usually somewhere in the house. Yes, yes. So the definition that I come up with, that this is the duct tape of curling terms. Ah, because it can be used for everything. It can do everything. Um, yeah. Uses, yeah. I like this. I like this definition. It's my favorite one so far. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, let's go next with a run back. The run back. Ooh, the run back. Uh, I, I like these. When you uh, typically when you hit a guard and attempt to cause the hit stone to go back and take out something in the house. Yes. Uh, that's generally what it's used for. But, Scott, uh, in this era of social distancing, it's also your response when you're caught sneaking into the club while it's closed. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, did, did you get your stuff from the club? No, my stuff is still in my locker. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, it which is, yeah it's going to – yeah, those locker rooms. I mean, they don't smell great anyway, curling club locker rooms. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're at a club where the club just closed and you never have a chance to take stuff out. Now, I'm lucky, lucky or smart, I don't know. But, like, I always bring my shoes home so that they can properly air out. Uh, You know, I bring most of my clothes back, but, you know, I leave a couple hats and belts in the the locker and and a big sweatshirt. But, you know, the people who have, like, the guy above me uh, who just, like, packs everything into his locker – uh, which is annoying because I got to get my broom. They're like half lockers at the Ottawa Curling Club, so I got to get my broom yeah. up into his. It's really hard, but he has like two pairs of shoes, like three pairs of pants. It's just like stuffed Holy on cow. top of each other. Yeah, it's going to be uh, just a mold-infested, just terrible place. Yowzers. Yeah, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Maybe, no. maybe we'll be able to get in there at some point over the summer, though. Do a wash before September. Uh, here's open. Here's yeah. open. Yeah. So, uh, so Scott, the next one I have on my list here is the tuck delivery. Ah, the tuck delivery, real Manitoba special, where whereby the deliverer gets right up on their toe and gets as far 
their their chest as far down towards the ice as they can. Yeah, real specialty, the the tuck delivery. I'm always impressed when I see one. Yeah. And I have to yeah, say, it's... too, it's way more impressive in person than on TV. Like, it looks cool on TV, but to actually see it in person, you're like, like the it feels like it doesn't make sense. You're like, how are you so low? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. How is your chin not bloody from, like, scraping the ice? Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but another uh, alternative definition, Scott, the tuck delivery in this era of social distancing, it's how the liquor will now be delivered to the club. By the tuck. By the tuck. You just sort of <laughs> tuck it in. Just tuck it in. Get it yeah. there. Yeah. So uh, I have one left, Scott. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully I've left the best one for the, for the last one. Let's find out. Split. We'll split. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's uh, when there's a rock pretty close to the house. And you think you can get it into the house while rolling your shooter off and having that also get into the house. Yes, that is accurate uh, when you throw a split, Scott. But also, it's... Uh, a, a term that we can use to describe your pants the first time in the hack after all the pandemic bread. <laughs> yes, uh, the pandemic bread and pandemic beer have not been kind to waistlines yeah. around the country, I'm sure. No, this is why nobody can buy yeast. Apparently yeast is yeah. out. Yeah, no, no yeast available anywhere. <laughs> so those are some alternative definitions there that I just came up with uh, as I was thinking about the words. Because why not? Because we're here and uh, we promised to put a show out every Wednesday. So there you go. Hey, I had fun doing this. Yeah, Sean, that, that was pretty fun. That was very creative. Was entertaining for me. For nobody else, that's fine. But I had fun, damn it. Hey, that's uh, what matters. That's, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I have a couple other questions that are related to terms, though. All right, let's talk about them. Okay, so the first one is... The, the sweeping call. So there's a lot of different terms that people can use in a sweeping call. Some people say hurry. Some people do use a yes or no. Some people say hard. Uh, some people just say sweep or whoa. Mm -hmm. what, what is your preferred term for sweeping calls? My preferred terms when I'm skipping is to yell, yep. <laughs> yep. I, 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 I'll often start with yep and then I, I like I do a hurry hard hurry right hurry <laughs> yep yep hard hard uh, so those are the ones that I'll use uh, for the most part and for a, a, a call of off what do you what do you like I, I tend to do whoa okay like a real to try and differentiate the sound, right? Because uh, when I'm sweeping, the hardest part is when somebody says, uh, like, uh, off, but they've been, but they haven't been saying, they've been calling sweeping with a similar sound. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? When it sounds like, I think uh, Megan does this sometimes where she says, uh no 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 right but i think she's yelling go go go, go. yeah that's i think that's <clears> the <throat> biggest one whoa go yeah, yeah no go like yeah 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 so 
so to differentiate them, I like I like to go with a woe. So, sometimes if it's I really need to be emphatic, I'll do I'll do a right off. <laughs> but uh, that's usually when the sweepers are closer to me. Right when you're angry, yeah. The... Occasionally a never, never, <laughs> never. And I I like to put my arm out. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to do visual stuff, so. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of the visual too. Like hand up for no. Uh, yeah, if I put if I put my arm out to the side, that's usually indicating, like, hold hold off, don't uh, right. don't sweep. Yeah. And then when I take it down, it's because uh, I'll sh- I'll try to shake the broom too. Yeah. Shake the broom head because uh, I know I'm I'm a little bit soft spoken, and if there's a you know, if there's a lot of games going on, it's sometimes hard to hear me. Yes. You, yeah, uh, so, it's weird, you know, Megan a couple of weeks ago mentioned that you were a rage monster so mm-hmm. when, you, when you play, but it's, uh, you can also be surprisingly soft-spoken. Yeah. Sometimes uh, at the same time. Two sides to my personality. It's weird. It's like a Pretty strange, right? Bruce Banner Hulk type thing. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, another one that I, I was thinking about, Scott, where do you fall on the stone versus rock debate? What is the hmm. device that we are hurling down the ice? I, I think I come on the side of stone more than rock. Okay. Why is that? Uh, alliteration a little bit. You can say uh, skip stone. Instead skip of stones. Skips rocks. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I'll understand either way. But uh, my preference is stone. What about and stone to me is something that's a little more polished than a rock. Right. Well, uh, what's your preference? I agree. I, I like stone too. I mean, obviously, it's the, in the name of the show, uh, which is mm-hmm. helpful for for us. But I I prefer it as well. Rock. I don't like that hard sound at the end, that hard CK sound. Right. Um, you know, sometimes it's really a useful sound, but. In the case of curling, I just think it's, a, as you say, it's not only just that the term stone, you know, denotes a smoother surface, but, you know, it's a smooth sport, right? It's sliding down the ice. Unless Gunner's throwing it, it's usually pretty gentle. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stone, I think, just gives it that that feeling a little more effectively than the term rack. That, I feel like stone is the more common term used in television broadcasts too. Yes, I think so. And that might uh, be shaping sort of our preferences. Yeah. And uh, this is, uh, that question was 100% intended to throw shade at rocks across the pond. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And of course, I'm sure they will disagree with us uh, strongly on, on that one. Um, The other one, Scott, why is it called a sheet of ice as Good opposed question. to like a lane? Like it's a bowling lane, but yeah. it's a curling sheet. But essentially, mm. they're the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought about that before. But uh, uh, yeah, a lot of times you'll you'll say, oh, I'm on sheet a and somebody who's never heard of curling will say like what the hell does that mean yeah that means nothing to me and then you say oh it's kind of like a lane 
in bowling, it's sort of, you know, if you have this many games going on, that's what they're called. But yeah, I don't know at all where it came from. Do you know? No, I don't. It's just something that I was wondering because like, do we need to have like a specialized term for that? I mean, I guess you, I, I mean, a lane in bowling, I guess, is different because there is like a divider between them. But some clubs have dividers, too. Like if you're looking at like one piece of ice that is divided, I guess that whole piece of ice is a sheet. But then you yeah. have lanes within that big sheet of ice because right? a big yeah. piece of ice is a sheet, right? Like regardless of if it's like if you see it on like a field that a natural bunch of ice is there it's called a sheet a sheet of ice i but, think so yeah but when it's divided up for the sporting purposes it's been divided up into lanes to play right right um let me see so that why one I've always, it's uh, going yeah. to sheet. so that one i've always i've found you know a, a little strange you know uh, i think uh I, I think it must have started sean if, as I'm reading Wikipedia, which is always right, Place to go. Uh, it, does, it doesn't say this, but uh, what uh, it seems to have evolved from was that most sh clubs were one-sheet clubs, or uh, it would be played like on a river or a natural body of water. Okay, and that's right? the sheet. And, so, and that's the sheet, and now we just have four sheets in one club or five sheets or however okay. many. Okay, so it's our inability to evolve our language to reflect the reality of the situation. Yeah, I mean, uh, in the grand scheme of language, <laughs> curling has not been around that long, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and then just finally, Scott, uh, what is your least favorite curling term? Of all the terms? Of all the terms. What's one that really well, grinds your gears? Oh, I, well, I talked to you about... Uh, some of them during the Scotties. Yes, you did. Yeah, uh, I really don't. I really don't like uh, when. What what was it that I said then? Do you remember? Hair. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't like hair, and I really don't like fraction. Yeah. You know, uh, hair has just been overdone, right? Can we agree on that? I mean, for you and I who are bald, yes, hair is very much overdone. It's overdone. Sean, I was looking at some pictures of us uh, earlier it's, today. It's shocking. Which I'll talk uh, about to you later. But yeah, <laughs> uh, at least you had hair. Uh, yeah. If you scroll back far enough in my personal Twitter feed, there's a picture from 2014 or 15 where my hair, I have like a full head of hair that's almost down to my shoulders. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's insane. Uh, so yeah, as bald guys, we can say, "Hey, get get hair out of the game." I, I yeah. think that would be my number number one. Do you have a number one? Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the word pound. Oh, just a pound more. Yeah, just a pound more. Like, oh, they really pounded that one. Like, hmm. like I, I've never been a big fan of that. It's uh, just a, to to include that. In the curling lexicon, I'm not a fan, so I would get rid of pound as well. Would you put uh, substitute kilogram for it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, we are metric uh, in this country, 
and I will fight anybody on that. Uh, so we should change the 12 foot, eight foot and four foot as well. We should. Yeah. Yeah. On you know a related what? note, I... I would also get rid of the number system. I know the, like the Furby number system. I, I can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I like it. Um, as when you're yelling down to the skip, it's a lot easier to say a number versus, uh, tight. You know, it's just a little bit clearer. Yeah, I guess. But, but I, uh, I, I always forget them because, like, that's how little I, I like it. That It's like when I grade stuff, I always have to look up the grading scheme of, like, uh, what percentage turns into what letter grade because they make me grade in numbers and then change it to letters. And I'm like, why? Uh, and I always forget it because I, I care so little about it. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, because, like, I know what the grade is in a number, like, and that's how you're making me do it. Why are you putting me... Anyway, it's the same with these numbers. Like I just... And, and what's weird about it too, and, and I guess what actually prompted me to think about this whole thing of, of language, Scott, was when you spare with a team or when you start with a new team, it's so hard to mm-hmm. understand the verbiage that different teams use. And that's even at the club level. That's not getting into the competitive teams who start to use terms like smooth. Um, like if you told me to throw yeah. smooth, I have no idea what that is. I don't think I've ever thrown a smooth rock in my entire life. Right. <laughs> so the idea of throwing smooth is I, I like it as a term. It sounds kind of cool, but I, I could never throw it. And that happens a lot, certainly at the club level where, you know, some teams use that number system. Other teams don't uh, control and normal is different for everybody. Like my on Mondays when we play Scott control and normal are different from what control and normal are on thursdays on the men's team and oh boy it's you know so these ideas of the the verbiage and how it can be different when you're going from team to team and and even club to club it's it's so different everywhere you go and that's really what prompted this uh me thinking about this was just how these words are actually used differently at different places yeah absolutely and and uh that's why i like board and hack because they're sort of like like agreed upon Right. We all kind of know what that is. Yeah. But uh, I remember one time I was playing in Vancouver and somebody told me that control weight should be the hardest you can throw it while still feeling like you're under control. And I was like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> like, but that's that, different for that, everybody. Yeah. And that would be like harder than normal. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, if you really wanted me to throw it as hard as I could while I still felt uh, still felt in control, yeah, I would throw peel weight. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody's got something different. Uh, one of the favorite, my favorite uh, weight terms or curling terms that I've heard in the last couple of years, Sarah Wark's team, when they were at the Scotties, would throw weight that they called comfy. Yes. Comfy was good. Just throw comfy weight. And I, I thought, comfy? oh, that's cute. <laughs> Just comfy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like that a lot more than when people are like, uh, 10 and a half. And then, yeah. and then they come down and they're like, ooh, yeah, sorry, that, that was a little late. It was a 10-7. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the queen of that was. Oh, Kelly Scott. Kelly Scott, for Kelly Scott, sure. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Ten, That's a nine, ten nine and eight a half. sash. Nine eight sash. Yeah, yeah. 
and then and then like uh, Chelsea Carey kind of got in trouble doing that a little bit too much. Yeah. In the uh, in the Scotties there when she came back as Team Canada, I think. Yeah, and they really tried to get off of it. I mean, they still use mm-hmm. stopwatches, but they uh, they really tried to get off it and just be like a little harder, a little less. Like they've, yeah. that's how they tried to to word it to her. Yeah. Which yeah. makes sense. She's so good. She has such good feel. Just go with the feel. And that's that's kind of how I feel too. I I don't use a stopwatch anymore. I used to feel to use a stopwatch, but for me, it, it's all about feel and that gets me in trouble sometimes, but you know what? So does the stopwatch. So yeah, I, fi- I figure and, going from team to team, especially at the club level where people throw differently, just trying to be able to visualize it and get a sense of how fast it's going out of the person's hand. Uh, that's where the value is. Exactly. Exactly. That's uh, at, at the club level. Like you say, everybody throws different. Some people push a little bit. Some people don't, some people dump it. It's all different. So like, yeah. I do all those to things me, on one shot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> and uh, and so do I. And so that that's why I think uh, forget the forget the stopwatches at the club level. Just go and have fun. Yeah. So uh, so that's it, Sky. That's uh, that's all the things I want to talk about in terms of language. Pretty pretty good, Sean. Uh, nice, short, and sweet today. Yeah, fun little show there. If you have any uh, alternative definitions for words. Certainly hit us up with those. Uh, if you have anything that is in that pun category, that's my wheelhouse of stuff that I like. So if you have stuff like that, please do uh, send it in. And also just let us know what terms you like, don't like, because this is something that, especially you know during the Olympics, when non-curling fans start to watch curling in greater numbers, especially in the U.S., that you'll see it on social media a lot. Some of the terms, people wondering what that is and, and usually in a joking way, trying to make sort of making fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh what the, what the hell does hack mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. we're like, Oh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. And uh, so before we get out of here, Sean, yeah, I got some listener feedback Uh Oh, from our, uh, our YouTube, YouTube games to watch. Okay, great. Um, it's from a listener named uh, S. Graham. No, that probably probably gives too much away. It's uh, Steve G. So uh, um, he yeah, said, I believe he, "I believe he fact checked you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "So Don Duguid was a player and longtime color commentator, alongside Don Whitman and Don Chevrier on CBC, but no baseball." Don Chevrier did curling through the seventies and also was a blue Jays broadcaster. Yeah. So my question is, was it a prerequisite for your name be, to be Don in order to become a broadcaster in Canada in the seventies? Uh, well, as a historian of the CBC, I can say that that was certainly a, a CBC prerequisite. I don't want to speak for other media organizations. <laughs> Holy cow. So many Don. So uh, yeah. my apologies for disparaging Don Duguid. Yeah, you were dragging Don Duguid for no good reason. And and uh, I think I've just got them all together in an amalgamation in my mind. Uh, they all bleed together, and then I was I had a bad experience with one of them at some point. <laughs> I can't remember who though. And so you just got on the wrong one. So uh, we well we appreciate the fact checking as always. Yeah, yeah, you know if uh, I I remember what I say for the most part, <laughs> and. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm happy to be wrong. Yes, if we're if we're wrong, we certainly want to know about it uh, in a respectful way. <laughs> so uh so that'll do it if you want if you if there's mistakes in this one that you want to correct us you can always get in touch with us social media uh that is twitter and instagram at game of stones pod there's the facebook page too uh game of stones podcast where there, there's the facebook page for it too that you can like and get in touch with us that way and of course you can always email the show game of stones podcast at gmail.com you can find scott on twitter instagram at scott likes tv i am at Dr. Shawnee Fever, and just another plug, Scott, today. We did 1911, Aaron Boys oh. and I, on the bracket. Uh, fun year for us. Uh, you know, Every Wednesday, activehistory.ca, we're doing those as well. So uh, up until well, only two more next year, 1912. And I got to say, 1912, powerhouse, total powerhouse year. Uh, Titanic, right? Yeah, Titanic is in there. Um, we don't know who's going to win yet, but Titanic is a thing. But it has some stiff competition, let me just tell you. Right on. So that'll do it for this week. Please do subscribe to the show wherever it is you get your podcast. Do his likes, ratings, all that stuff. Help other helps other people find the show. Keeps us going. So we'll be back with you again next week. But until then, keep those brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final.